time to take it up a notch on Off the Rails Friday. Not Kip Rios. Not Justin intellectually, Ford. though, Kip. What's that? Not intellectually taking it up a notch. Uh, that's up to our next guest. Uh, energy, maybe, but. Sam McKee, <laughs> we're all here together on this Friday. And coming off a week off. So he is, like, raring to go. Is he? Let's, let's bring him in after I tell you that this hour, Real Kipper and Born, brought to you by Bet365. All right. Let's bring him in. Doug McLean, former NHL president, author so, of Draft Day. Um, so, so. Where you I been? I just want you guys to, why, you to know that I took some time. I wanted to look more intellectual. I watched you guys on the set last night doing the Leafs game. And the energy is just not there. You know, <laughs> you've got to get the energy up, you know. That's why you we bring you in. So anyway, I went today, the fir- or this week, the first time I bought a pair of glasses by myself without having Deb Berman with me. How did I do? <laughs> I wanted to look more intellectual. You did How great. How do they look? Um, I, like they 10 out have, of 10 for me. Like they should be on a chain hanging. <laughs> Are they transition so anyway, lenses? Yeah, oh, they're transitional. Definitely. I always go with transitionals. But listen. I had a, a terrible night last night. I get a call from a friend. What are the Leafs doing? They traded Nylander to Columbus for Bimstrom. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, wow, they're really shaking it up there. <laughs> anyway, I realized it was the wrong Nylander. Anyway, uh, look, things are exciting. I mean, the pom-poms are out. I'm not going to accept them yet. But it has just been a great run by your Leafs, and uh, I, I'm blown away. Keith Keith has turned Domi into Burray. He looked like he looked like Pavel last night, and Bertuzzi starting to look like Probert. Like how how is he doing this? What is Keith doing? So a lot of debate the last couple of weeks. Should they go in? Should they go out? Should they pass? Did they? Did they go too much already with the likes of Ryan O'Reilly or Nick Foligno in the past? Does anything in the last game for you change the way you feel about Brad Tree living, Brennan Shanahan approaching the trade deadline? Well, it's funny. On, on my the class I'm teaching there, sports management worldwide, we had this debate the other night, and and it really is a pretty simple debate. And I think you and I have talked about it, Nick. Uh, when you've got the best player in the league, the best player in the league, in you think it's Marner, I think it's Matthews. Um, but if, when you have the best player in the league, you gotta you gotta go all in. At at his age, you gotta go all in, and they've got to you know they've got to move. Do you think Keith minds if they lose Mitten or Cowan? Like seriously. Doug, what is this faux positivity? Colin Matthews, the best player in the league. Colin Bertuzzi, Probert, Colin Domi, Bure. What's going on right now? It's called giving shot, subtle shots. <laughs> <laughs> You're not buying it, hey, eh? The Leafs are no different to you? You're not buying it, this at you know all? What? I, I'll tell you what. They've tried for five years to fix their bottom six. Mm. And at least they've got some guys in their bottom six that'll play with a little bit of bite. I didn't envision Tavares being in their bottom six with as being the way to fix it. 
but he certainly has fit in well with that group. So, and it looks like he's helped it. I, I mean, you can't, you can't complain about the way they're playing. I, I got to give them full marks. Morgan Riley's out and they battled, they tightened up, they played hard. I, you know what? I'm telling you this guys, they will not beat Florida in the first round, but I'll tell you this right now. They may give Boston a really great run in the first round, and they might be better than Boston. Depending, does Boston get Hannafin? Wouldn't surprise me. They'll figure it out how to get Hannafin, Boston, before this is before this is over, and that would really solidify them. But uh, they will give Boston everything Boston can handle, as long as the kid comes up in goal and is, was as good as he was before. Is part of your your little shtick on giving the Leafs a shot on our national shows because you know your your is it brother John in in Vancouver and BC that uh, you know you got to make happy. I've got to uh, well, I, I try to stay in the down low on brother John because he puts out a lot of controversial tweets. <laughs> he's actually living. He's actually living in Prince Edward Island now, and he's got a nice little marijuana company going. So I, I'm just giving him a little plug. <laughs> let's let's try not to get him arrested between now and the end of the segment, please. Okay, brother John's a, he's a good lad. All right, John and nephew Keaton. So, uh, <laughs> as far as the rest of the country goes, now the Leafs are the hottest team in the country. And where is Vancouver with this recent slide for you? Well, you know they're still there. You know, with the way Demko has been all year, with the way Hughes, Pedersen, the big line has played, I, I think Vancouver is going to be fine. But I'll tell you what, uh, Edmonton's played well. Uh, Vegas is, you know, really scrambling right now because of the injuries to Stone and serious injuries to he and Eichel. I mean, it's a big blow to them. They're not as deep as they were. So um, the West is going to be really, really challenging. I, I love the way Edmund. Third line center. I desperately need a third line center. So we'll see what happens. I want to get your take on, uh, I don't know if you heard Rick Tockett's comments after the game, uh, their last game here, but he basically said, you know, we need more from guys. We're not getting enough effort. He really was was hard on his team publicly. Do you think in the first year, you know, I, I understand, first calendar year anyway, that he's been to the club, can it be too much sometimes for a team? Or is this, do you like seeing a guy go after his team, even despite all the success they've had this season? You know, we talked about it earlier in the year on this show. I, I don't really like it. I, I, I don't mind. I, I think that the place is in the dressing room and, and, and give it to them there. I mean, you get the Rick bonus went after the Jets the other night. They came out and had a pretty good period. But that was between periods, and he talked to his team. I, I think that's the place for it. You get Sometimes you get a little carried away when you're, when you're in first place. I mean, look, when I was in first place with the Panthers, I was kind of cocky too, you know, and I used to say things I shouldn't have said. So, I think you got to be a little bit careful. I really do. And look, they're a good team. They're played well. They've had a good year. Tockett's done a good job. But, but. Let me ask you about uh, Winnipeg. Uh, you, you mentioned Rick Bonus. Uh, the ownership group is talking about attendance must improve uh, to avoid future problems, Mac. Uh, oh, my the, the, God. the thought oh my is God. Gary Bettman's going, Bettman's going out there Tuesday, I think, to to address uh, the situation? Like, like, how big of a concern is this here? You know, I, 
I get a kick out of this. I really do. I, I watched the game the other night with the Leafs playing the Coyotes. Tell them to to take a trip to Arizona on his way to Winnipeg and talk about what's going on there. When I've got to watch a game on National Hockey Night in Canada from a college arena with the dressing room outside, the visitor dressing room, outside in a trailer. And I've got to watch that. And this is the National Hockey And he's going to Winnipeg? I'd, I'd I'd, I'd stop in Phoenix on the way. And, you know, like, Phoenix had 120 million in revenue last year. 120 million in revenue last year, and it's it, you spend what almost 100 on your players between NHL, minor league, all the all the extra player costs. So they've got 20 million to run their franchise with salaries. And I mean, come on, guys, he's going to Winnipeg. <laughs> Give me a break. Ottawa had 128 million in revenue. I mean. I don't get it. Look, if the owners are upset, that's fine. But Gary shouldn't be upset about the Winnipeg Jets. He's got other fish to fry. The current Arizona Coyotes will be called what in September of 2024? Uh, Look, he, for whatever reason, Gary wants to keep that market because we know it's a great, it's a big market. But until they get a bill, and look, we've been listening to this for 20 years, building, building, building. I mean, you know... (laughs) We played there in the in the downtown arena in Phoenix and half the seats you couldn't see the ice. And now they're in this, you know, they, they go to Glendale. I'll never forget pulling up to Glendale. They come into Columbus. Gretzky and the owners flew into Columbus and yeah. walked our building and said, Okay, we're gonna you're gonna we're gonna build this unbelievable building. I pull up in the bus a year later, two years later, we play our first game there. And there, there was cows that were right up against the parking lot. It was like a crazy. It was there in was the a, middle of nowhere. It was in a farmer's field. I'm on the bus. I'm thinking, what? Are we going in to play with the cows? Or what is this all about? So anyway, look, I, I just I just shake my head. But anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, he'll fix Winnipeg, I guess. But he better he better focus a little bit on what I watched the other night because it yeah. was embarrassing to the league. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So just revisit a little bit. You you think you think Hannafin ends up in in Boston here? I I think Boston will do everything in their power to get Hannafin in Boston. He's a Boston kid. Yeah, sign there. It, it it's a it's a, a definite resign. They're going to have to manipulate the cap. Here's their problem. They don't have, you know, first, second, third picks. They're going to have to try to sell and move some prospects or some good young players in this deal to make it happen. They'll be able to figure out the cap space. They got a ton of guys as UFOs coming off the books, um, you know. Uh, so it'll be. I, I think they'll make an awful, a big run to get Hannafin. And if they do, uh, they're a different team. I mean, look, is he the star we're all portraying him to be? No, he's not as good as we all think he is, but he's good. He's a good player, and he would fit in really nice with their group. Yeah, I, I've talked to enough teams where Mac. Of course, there's a marketplace. We know, right? You put them up yeah. for for auction, and and you get to bid on them. That's what UFA is all about. But there's some teams that don't value him as high as maybe even Calgary did at seven point five AAV. There's some teams that are telling me that he should be around six, six and a quarter. Um, it's I, I he's not. I agree with them. He, he's not going to be a them. guy uh, mentioned he, he, for a Norris he, Trophy every year. 
But here's why he's perfect in Boston, because it goes McAvoy, Hannafin, Carlo. All of a sudden, you've got a really nice group mm-hmm. there. He's not, in my opinion, he's not a number one guy. He's not a number one Stanley Cup winner type guy. McAvoy is a number one guy, though. And Carlo's been really good, and they've that would give them a real nice fit. Lindholm was a great pickup. I thought the best pickup of the trade deadline was Lindholm. Um, not uh, you know the the defense when they got from Anaheim, you know. So it's it's they've got a really good blue line if they get him. You know, it's just occurring to me is I don't think we ever got you to weigh in on Morgan Riley's cross check on Ridley Gregg and the subsequent suspension. So I don't know what you thought about it, but I do want to know how you feel about the Leafs playing well without Morgan Riley and if there's any connection or if it's just coincidence or what. A rallying cry. Sure. Yeah, I, I think it was, and I think it was good for the team. And you know what? The guys respected what Morgan did. did you know, it, it was, you know, the revenge factor is Gary's and, and George Peros. George Peros, he, revenge? I mean, did I mean, I coached against him. You know, now revenge is the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of the hockey. So I, I, I hated the five-game suspension, but I understand it. You cannot cross-check a guy in the head. Went to the shoulder, went to the head. They weren't going to back off. And the, and the fact that it was after the whistle. So I, I didn't – I kind of liked what he did. I didn't like that he hit him in the face. That's all. And I like Ridley Greg. Greg. I mean, this kid's I, – I love his bite. Yeah. I love his character. The slap shot and that big deal. But you know what? I thought it was a rallying cry for the team, and they stepped up for him because they respect him so much. I thought it was good. Last night, Mac, uh, busy night in the NHL, in- including uh, a Carolina-Florida game, which I caught a lot of it, and it really gave me a, a, a playoff vibe. Uh, and and Florida didn't actually look like they they lost too much of a step when when Matthew Kachuk actually left um, the hockey game and, and didn't return. Uh, it, between Boston and Toronto and Tampa Bay, like Rangers, is it does it got to go through Florida first from here on in? You know what? I hate to say this, but my record as the winningest playoff coach in Panther history is in jeopardy. Oh no. <laughs> it, it is. In, it, it's been there almost as long as the Gretzky leading the league, but it, it's going down the tubes this year. And you know, I'm, I'm going to be happy for Paul Maurice, but you know what? I'll go to number two in the record books and that's, that's okay. It's going through Florida with the way they're playing boys. And they are a vicious team to play against. They play a vicious game. And, you know, I think about Matthew Kachuk often because he's the guy that stirs the drink there. I loved it when he said, Nick, I met we, you and I talked about when he said our line's objective was to go out and not touch the puck for the first period. Yeah. Just pound people. Yeah. Just go after people. And I know you guys probably talked about it, but I, I just love what they're bringing to the table and how well they're playing. And Bobrovsky, I mean, can he falter? Yeah, he's capable of faltering at playoff time. There's no denying that. Last year he was so good. But... Tampa and these teams, they're not even close to them, in my opinion. Not even close. So we'll see. Mac, you got a lot of experience. Carolina. I'll go ahead. Freddie Ann. I mean, Carolina are going to win. the. I mean, I love what goes on in Carolina with, with Brenda Moore, but if they don't get their goaltending figured out between now and the playoffs, it's the same story. They, you can't win. 
you know, Freddie, hopefully he comes back and can play, but uh, that's a disappointment for me there. I wanted Sorry to, to interrupt. No, no, no. I wanted to ask you, you got a lot of experience in, you know, dealing with the relationships behind the scenes of a GM dealing with other GMs. You know, we were talking earlier on this show about uh, Tanev being available for Calgary, but for the Toronto Maple Leafs, Brad Tree Living is here, and you wonder, do they want to deal with a former general manager? Would a GM, would they ever not make the best deal available for them just because they're like, you know what, we don't like the way that guy left here, or this relationship's not as good as that one? Uh, typically, no. Typically, no. But I would love to know what Murray Edwards, who is a fairly big figure, a daunting figure in Calgary in the ownership group, how his relationship is with Brad. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it, sometimes it was happening. I, I don't want you doing a deal with that team. I mean, I've heard that, but I, I've never really experienced it. you got to do what's best for your franchise. you got to make the best deal you can. If they're not going to be able to get them signed, they've got to move them and get the best price. I, I like what Craig is doing, how he's handling this. He's not getting carried away with the playoff run. He's focused on, on, on what he's got to focus on, and that's building the team. And it'll be fun to watch. I mean, Hannafin Gensel, a few guys. I mean, there's a few. Adam Henrik. Uh, I mean, there's a, a lot of teams can use the third-line centerman boys at playoff time. A lot of teams. And uh, most teams aren't as lucky to have a John Tavares in the number three hole, you know. Mark, we're, we're a couple of weeks from a trade deadline. It's awfully quiet here. Is it? Is it because of just uh, the salary cap? Are we going to see a lot of third teams come into play to alleviate still the cap? How hard would it be for a sell if you were the general manager of, say, Columbus today and saying, listen, we're going to, we're going to park some money here and we're going to build up some stock and, and draft picks? I mean, is that an easy sell to an owner that, hey, spend a million or two and let's get a, a first rounder uh, or a second rounder? Just a minute. Columbus are paying Larson still as, as a coach who I don't know how long he's been gone as long as I have, and they're still paying him Larson. They're still paying Babcock a few million a year. They're still playing. They got to oh Kekalainen now. I mean, like they've got more money on the side than I had for payroll when I was there. So, so you know, can, are they going to take money? I'm not sure of that. We'll see, but I know uh, wasn't very pleasant when I was there when you were holding on to a few dollars. Look, teams are going to do it. The only way some of these trades are ever going to happen is they're going to have to bring in third parties. They're, they're going to have to. And it, it's getting easier to do that because people are buying into that. It's a, it's a, it's, you know, a relatively new strategy the last number of years. And it's, it's out there. It's, it's, if you can get good assets and pay dollars for draft picks, why not, why not do that? Uh, Doug, we're talking to, Oh, money well spent. Money well spent. If you can do it. Well, yeah, we look at Seth Jarvis coming to Carolina. That was with the Patrick Marlowe, them unloading that. Right, that's panned out 100%. beautifully for Carolina. Um, we were talking before we came on here about uh, Mark Andre Fleury, and you know we saw a headline today on I think it was NHL.com about how Mark Andre Fleury should have some say into you know where he goes or where he gets traded at this point. What do you think a Hall of Fame level guy like him is owed? at a deadline like this. Is that fair that he should have some di- terms to dictate where he goes? He, he should dictate based on what's in his contract and his no movement. That, yeah. that's, that's, as far as the dictation. that's as far as the dictation goes. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, 
that's that's what he was, you know, his agent negotiated that. That's what he's got to go off of. After dictating other than that, I'm sorry. I, I mean, look, and he's a hell of a guy. I know he's one of the great guys in the game. And, yeah, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. Did Wayne – I guess Wayne dictated he was going to L.A., did he, Nick? He probably told you that. <laughs> and one of the night, one of the nights at the Ritz, I'm sure he broke that to you before I got off work. I, before I could beat you guys over there, I, he probably slipped that that he di- he dictated he was going to L.A. Um, speaking that of maybe the only example, you know. Speaking of goaltendings, uh, goaltenders, there there is a market out there, and it's probably a stronger market than we've seen in a long time. Were you ever in a situation where you would consider a goalie at the trade deadline? We know skaters in defense, but getting a goalie at the trade deadline doesn't happen very often, especially when we're talking about someone like Markstrom right now who's at the the peak of his career. Well, we, we traded uh, Mark Denis to Tampa at the deadline and uh, for Freddie Modine, that was our deal. And, uh, you know, Freddie came in and played really well, and Mark gave them a couple of good years there. But uh, that was the that was the closest I ever came at a deadline deal. And you know, um, you know, other than that, it, you know, but is the market that good? I mean, like Flurry's out there. Who else is out there that you would really want? Well, as a goaltender? it's just L.A., New Jersey. Soros. Well, give me the right. name. Yeah, give me yeah, but Nashville. You see Soros, Jacob Markstrom. Yeah, Soros, Soros, people are so, calling on Soros. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look. Philly it, needs a goalie. When watch, yeah, when you watch Nashville, if you're going to move Soros, I mean, it, that, that's the, the one of their major strengths is this guy in goal, and he probably wants to be there. Markstrom has been so good. Where's Calgary going to be without Markstrom? I, I'm shocked New Jersey didn't get a Markstrom deal. Markstrom and Tanoff. I'm shocked they didn't pull that off in the last couple of weeks to get those two guys in place and give a, give themselves a real chance to make the playoffs. And it didn't happen. Um, so yeah, there's some goalies, but are they, you know, I, yeah, those are two great names and you know, they could move and they would certainly help teams, but big decision to let Markstrom go and a bigger decision to let Saros go in my opinion. All right. Um, just one more for you before I let you go. Uh, Cause this is kind of given the term off the rails. Rimmer, just a minute. Rimmer wants to know how good Nylander is. Is he close to his brother, or is there a little drop off? Is there a little, there a little drop hey, off there? Yeah. Hey, is hey, this is John Davidson's him, big deal. Tell him the JD's first big deal. Tell him the drop offs roughly ninety one million dollars. <laughs> Wayne to Brent. The drop-off is like when I'm hiking in the Rockies. That's what the drop-off is when you look over the cliff and you get dizzy. The vertigo clicks in. That's the drop-off. Okay. So, uh, JD, I just wanted to, I wanted to get his JD's first deal out there, you know? For sure. Uh, and I was going to say that uh, Off the Rails Friday has kind of a whole new meaning. I don't know if you, you heard or read this story about the Arizona Coyotes placing Adam Ruziska on waivers with the intent to terminate him. The, 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 the release comes in the wake of a video Mac being circulated online and it's been taken down since. And uh, by all means, go find it if you haven't seen it, but th- oh, this is God. really bizarre. Like what took so long? What took so long? I saw it this morning. Why did it take eight hours to terminate him? Like, I mean, what is it? What are these guys? 
24-year-old. What's he thinking about? Is he 24? Where's his head? I don't know. It's just... It's, 24-year-old. Yeah, where, where, where's his head? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, like, good grief. I, I, I don't... I can't believe that a guy that he would do that. I mean, I've done dumb things in my life. Come on, we know that. But seriously, this yeah, is sad. In this segment, you've said a few dumb things. <laughs> so, like, can you imagine today if you were a general manager, what you'd have to pay for for detectives? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have to say hello. I've, I've got an old friend, uh, an old friend that used to send me all kinds of stats from phoenix and her nickname was stat girl and she used to send me tips and she sent a note the other day she wants one of my books autographed so she's going to mail it to me and she told me her and i have just bonded tremendously because she told me she watched the leafs last win the stanley cup in 67 i think her and i are the only two people alive that watched the leafs win the stanley cup in 67 so I wanted to say hello to her. <laughs> I think Doug's getting catfished. <laughs> that's and, what I think. Anything else you want to plug? What was that? Like, you're, 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 where was that conversation again that you had? Don't, don't tell Deb Berman I picked out glasses without her. Whatever you do, do She'd not be proud. <laughs> She'll be happy to know that uh, she's nowhere near going to get blamed for those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've taken her off the hook. Yeah, completely off the hook. Thanks, Mac. Guys, I really appreciate you having me on the show. Yes. Thanks a lot. Thanks, yeah, Matt. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's opened up so many doors for me. McCowan <laughs> hit me on. McCowan hit me on last week. It's well, really. And now you're a tenured up. paid professor at that university. Yeah, like, it's. Like, seriously, the opportunities are just going crazy. I heard you can get in on a weed shop in PEI, too. You got all sorts of open doors. That's why you have to close the blinds, right? Just <laughs> enough. Keep the riffraff out. Doug McLean, everybody, former NHL president, general manager, and author of Draft Day. Oh, he just, he, there's like I, I don't even have to himself. don't even have to like ask him a question to start off. No, it's just like just hey Mac, go. It's I would say one of the long longest odds things that has panned out for our show is that I cannot believe we've had him on our show for three straight years and we're continued to allow to have him, to be allowed to have him. <laughs> It's like, I would not have bet on that. Would you get three straight years of Doug? Yeah. I would bet against that. So, yeah, everything's gravy from here on out. I love listening to you when I'm on. <laughs> love having him on. Um, yeah, that's a really big blockbuster trade for the... Emil Bemstrom for Alex Nylander. Is but there he, a weird, on, weirder on, condition in the history of hockey? Have you ever heard of that? The condition is if Bemstrom scores six goals for Pittsburgh, yeah. the sixth-round pick that was traded yeah. with Alex Nylander becomes a third, which is a massive jump up in value. So Pittsburgh needs him to get five goals, then sit in the press box. It's but, almost right up there. If the team scores like six goals, everybody gets free pizza. Yeah, it's very... <laughs> feels like betting. It feels like, yeah, we'll just... Gamble a little bit here. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Anyway. It used to be when the Raptors scored 100 points, it got a slice of pizza. But then <laughs> now everyone in the league so, gets a head of every now night. Now it is that if the road team missed a free throw in the fourth quarter, it's a free slice of a pizza. A single free yes. throw? So it's pretty generous. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, you guys want to do game time? Sure. All right. That's... It's game time presented by Bet365. Visit the app for latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary. At Bet365, must be 19 plus. Ontario only. Please play responsibly. Now, I'm looking at the 
playoff odds to reach the playoffs here. So a little future for you. And the one to me that's pretty interesting and a team that's kind of on the on the precipice here is Tampa. the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. They are minus 185 still to make the playoffs, but their odds on the other side are at plus 150. So they really have a pretty strong, like a plus 150 is not a great number for a team like that. They do have some belief that there's a real chance they miss the playoffs. Oh, I, I'm right there too. And you hate to just write off some of the great players of this mm-hmm. generation and Stamkos and Hedman and Vasilevsky, but Kucherov point. It's just not Sorelli. happening. I know. And it's that door for the devils is open. If they could just, but they've lost their last two games. They lost to the caps the other day. Mm-hmm. Like if they could just and put bad. some, yes, if they could just put some wins together, they're right there. So in terms of winning percentage, like they're, they're knocking on their door. Tampa's up five points, but, Jersey has uh, two games in hand there, so. And I'm just quickly scrambling. Islanders to too, two games in hand. Uh, the Devils number. The Devils to make the playoffs. Playoffs. They're plus 150 now. They're uh, minus 185 favorite to miss the playoffs this year. What are the Islanders? The Islanders are plus 280 favorites to make it and minus 380 to miss. So they really don't have any belief in the Islanders. Wow. Yeah. That seems a bit much. Yeah. Uh, so and oh, hold Billy, on, the last one, Penguins. Penguinos. Oh, no, 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 Penguins. You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> the Penguinos are only plus 180 yeah. to make, uh, to make, and they are plus, minus 230 to miss. They believe in them more than the Islanders. They do believe in them, in them more than the Islanders. So The audacity. Yeah. And, well, uh, a couple games in hand, right? Yeah, I see that. And to win outright the Stanley Cup, haven't checked in on this in a while, favorite. Favorite? Who, who is the favorite? Yes. Uh, Florida. Yeah, I could see Edmonton or Florida. Edmonton is the favorite at plus 750. The Rangers are second at plus 850. And the Panthers coming in at third at plus 900. The Toronto Maple Leafs have moved all the way up to plus 1200, but they're still behind a bunch of teams. So they haven't totally convinced them yet. That one's going to change soon. The, uh, there are going to be some people. The that, Canucks are still 9 to yeah, 1. The, Bruins 9 to 1. Colorado. Not plus There's going to be betters that uh, are going to lure a lot of suckers out there. Oh. For sure. you know, the Leafs are actually <laughs> ahead of the Oilers in winning percentage by a hundredth of a decimal point. Mm-hmm. Like they are, they're right there. They're so 642 similar. and 643. The Oilers and the Leafs are so similar. Yeah. They really are. Like they haven't been able to like stop mirroring each other for the last few years. Jack Campbell solves no one's problems. No, he does not. Uh, and that was Game Time, presented by Bet365. Visit the app for latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 19+. plus. Ontario only. Please play responsibly. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here, and when we return, we'll get into our news and notes we around the text. NHL. Oh, Friday. Oh, we got lots. 590, 590. Yeah. Anything on your mind. You let us know, and we'll get you into the show. Get you the best weed shop in PEI. Nick Kiprios, JB, and Sammy. Back after these words. The best Blue Jays show out there, period. Blair and Barker. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 
Bringing it home on the real Kipper and Bourne show. The Kiprios, Sammy McKee, JB. We That's have a, Justin we, Bourne for all of you. Yeah. Just tuning in for the very first time. We have a tweet that says, would you trade Marner for Crosby right now? <laughs> Is, that well, Is that our first tweet? Uh... Is that our first? I wouldn't dare read that because I don't know the answer. But I think... <laughs> I don't. I can't answer. Yeah, no you know com- the answer. It's a funny question. No comment. No comments or questions at this time. <laughs> you know the answer. You would? No. You wouldn't? No. No. Sid's got how many Conn Smythe trophies? Was he a three Conn Smythe trophies? No, I don't. I get all that. No. But I'm not so trading. A, Gino has one of them in their cups. Not trading a 36 year old for a 26 year old. It's crazy, guys. It's not that crazy. <sighs> Yeah, and I love, I love Sid, but uh, you're, you're really rolling the dice here on another year or so, and and Mitch is like in, in, in just entering his prime, just Remi- entering it. Reminds me of the questions my son asked me before he goes to bed. My seven year old son, you know, like, would you rather have like spaghetti hair, or, you know, like fingernails, cheese, you know, like whatever. It's just like it's not a spaghetti thing. Hair. We're talking about nothing. Anyways. Um, no, you answer now. Yes or no? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it's 100%. All right. And it, a lot of it's based. They need a center. It's He's... a lot of it's based in just me Where they are in their... adoring Sidney Crosby and having him be on the lease. Would be one of my 90 life's... points this year. He's not a bum. It'd be one of my, leaves, my life's greatest but, but, pleasures to have Sidney Crosby as a charm. Like, if you're going to completely roll the dice. It only has a year and a half, two playoff runs in him on his contract. That's all you need. Mitch is going to leave anyway. Be lifting it up after this one with him on the team. <laughs> um, it was really off what, the rails. What current roster players won't beat Toronto Maple Leafs on March 9th? Nick Robertson. Mm-hmm. End of list. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. You got anyone else? McMahon? McMahon. Uh, no, I think... And, Correct me if I'm wrong, but McMahon's UFA too, right? Yeah. Actually, we had a tweet. Somebody tweeted me something about that because I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want to be the guy that brought it up. But they said, could you give us an estimation on what his contract would look like if the lease were to sign him? Now? Yeah, a million bucks. uh, First of all, he's he's nuts to sign. He he can go on a heater here. Right now, he's signing uh, 10 mil. For eight years. <laughs> no, would if you went to him with two times one one right now, would anyone not do that? He'd do that, right? I think he would for sure. Two one way contracts at a million bucks. Let's go. Uh, no, 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 no. He's gonna get that. He's gonna get that. Oh yeah, from any other team or or more. Like there's just there's upside here. There's only waivers. There's only twenty seven. It doesn't matter. You've got twenty five plus regular season games and you, if you have a good playoff you're ufa he could conceivably really do some like has yeah. a chance to ratchet that yeah. number up if he scores another six goals this year and he gets to 15 and then yeah. he has a playoff run like that's an ambitious out- output some but. of the names that may not be around for the leafs uh i'd like to try to move camp's contract out and he has a modified no trade Really? Like uh, oh, everyone. I'd Why? Like, I know. I'd like to probably, it might need to move Brody's n- number out to bring a number in. Buddy, he's on a tear. Yeah. Anyways, 
And then a whole lot of first-round picks and Minton. There's not a lot. Jeez, Louise. We're trading everything here. They have three-fifths. How about a fifth-rounder will be out? uh, And a first. Team like Vancouver, I don't know how much they've got left to, to, to change what has still been a terrific season with a, a lineup that looks like it's coming together. What so. did you think of Talkett's comments? I asked Doug about him, but did you hear what he said? He basically said that... You... Well, Rick's a little old school too. Like when you think about uh, a guy like Keenan coaching him, he's, every once in a while, it's, it's okay for your team to be upset at you or pissed off at you or it's the old kind of galvanize the group and if I need to be a bad guy for a day or a week I'm fine with it I admire coaches that do that I'm just like I'm gonna go ahead and throw myself out there and they can hate me together yeah, yeah. I, I don't not that they I, hate I think, Rick I'm I think just saying coaches, and, coaches and I know Max sitting there going well you should challenge your players behind the scenes but there is also that public outcry too that can add a little stress in your life too. It's one thing to be told you, you know, you're no good in a closed is asking you about it. Your coach is calling you in a closed dressing room, but after that's done Mm -hmm. and then you move it outside, you'd like to keep it more of a secret. Yeah. (laughs) That you're not as good as you know your 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 coach says you are. Four oh three, that's Cal is that Calgary? It is, yeah. Four oh three got a text from Calgary here. What should uh, what should Flames fans be retur- uh, hoping for on the return for Hannafin, Tanev, and Markstrom. Hannafin, Tanev, and who? And Markstrom. And Markstrom. Oh, my God. I a mean, lot. Hannafin is a first-rounder, is at a minimum, probably a prospect and a player. Like, this guy is yeah, no, a Hannafin, 26-year-old. Yeah, Hannafin, uh, for, for a chance to uh, get Hannafin, you'd have to give up for sure two or three pieces, I think. Like picks or first uh, and and a top prospect and a third player. and a prospect something like, and like that. And like Tanev is a first and yeah. Markstrom's yeah another. We we got a haul. text earlier talking about Adam Henrique and and someone mentioned Anaheim wanting a first and two thirds. Yeah. So a first and two thirds for it, Henrique if that's the going. The, the right. problem oh. is oh. with yes. it being that expensive, you got to get to the eleventh hour on May eighth. Yeah. That that pushes. Uh, a market that can be a lot more realistic. Everybody's you know asking though, for the moon yeah, now. Yeah, I know, but I feel like everyone's still in right now. Like you'll, you're going to find teams are going to drop out over the next yeah. two weeks. Like if they're bad enough over the next little bit, you may not oh, have as I many think, suitors. I don't know. Like, like a team like Calgary, you just have to. You've already made up the decision when you traded Lindholm. Yeah, no, they've made the decision. Yeah, I just mean in terms of potential trade partners for some of these guys, like. Nashville, know, could Detroit, or the Islanders be done by then? Detroit's on a tear, by the way. Detroit so will a bad not. Example. No. Detroit. By the way, did you see the goal in overtime last night? Dylan Larkin setting up Patty Kane in yeah. the slot. Mm. Holy, yeah, was... Larkin's underrated. Detroit's interesting. They won three yeah. in a row. He's there. A good player. No, he's yeah. he is underrated though. Like I feel like he. Yeah. Uh, okay, Phil on the four hundred one. Could a Nazem Kadri return to the Leafs ever happen? I mean. I like Naz as a guy a lot and as a player, but I have no interest no. in that contract if I'm the Leafs. I hear I hear uh they still want him and they think that they can even have him in the lineup in a new building. Kadri. Yeah. 
I mean, his contract's certainly long enough. It's till 2029. Yeah. So, yeah, there's... Yeah. The only way he can end up anywhere else, like a Toronto or a Colorado, is if they eat a big portion of that yeah. seven he makes and a half. Se- no seven. He makes seven, seven. a year for yeah. five, six yeah. seasons, if you include this one. Colorado would take him back in a heartbeat, but they'd have to... They need retention. They'd have to have a, a number... 35 percent. He's having a better year than last year. He's got twenty already this year, only a twenty-four, fifty points in fifty-seven yeah. games. So he's. I don't he's think Kadri's going season. anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you might need to, might need to do some homework for this one, uh, Borny. Yep. Off topic, but this is because it's for me. Yeah. Off topic, but what do you guys think is the best logo in the OHL? <laughs> and <laughs> if we could get a zoom over on my. Uh, Beautiful so jersey I, over there. I have always liked the Brampton Battalion. Are they still around? They are. I think they're now the the North Bay uh, the North Bay Battalion. Okay. Yeah. So, so you can see right behind Borny's head there is my favorite. <laughs> this is just a self serving one. <laughs> I just can't believe the Sudbury Wolves is allowed to continue with just random blood off the fangs of a child's drawing of a wolf. Yeah, That's I, fascinating. I, to me, I'll give it, you know, Owen Sounds is the best, but they're no. missing blood. Oh, Owen Sounds missing blood. Off yeah. the bear, yeah. <laughs> random blood splatter yes. flying off the fangs. I think if I'm going to be honest, I love own sounds clearly, but the Sioux Greyhounds. I have a lot of Sioux. It's, it's I I love their okay. program, their respective program. All right, Sammy, bring bring our show back up. Oh to, come on, bring our show back up to the big leagues, will okay, you please? Come on, geez, it's the best development league in the world, and they're going to ruin it because they have to pay the players now. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, wasn't going to read that one. Just going through here. All right. Kadri mm, would have been such a better uh, fit for this team than Tavares would have been in retrospect, says somebody. So it's just a quick one to get to my next. And cheaper. I agree. You guys talk way too much Leafs. There are other teams in Canada. Yeah, Sammy, that's all your fault. You, you also avoid anything about the Jets with a passion. I find that quite offensive because we have Sean and Ken on. At least once a month to talk about yeah. the Jets. We do lots of Jets. That's rude. Yeah. Well, no, hey, listen, we make an effort. We hey, check it off each each this, week. This is a damn good team, and like, there's a lot of empty seats in the top of the building yeah. there. Why don't you yeah, get that's your offensive own, too. Get your friends out to the game. Don't worry yeah. about what we're Buy talking a ticket. about. By the Support way, your team. The uh, you know, and part of it too is the top end of their lineup. Like they're a good team. It's tougher to be like you know superstars are doing this or they're drama. They just kind of play well as a team. That's great. They're a very good team. They need Tanov. Yeah. They need a little to defensive kinda, stopper back there. They, they need to reshuffle that blue line just a tad. I think Nick Ehlers should get more playing time and more love. I like Kyle Connor. Do, do you, uh, should the Oilers be targeting a goalie at the deadline or do you think they can ride it out with Skinner? Uh, God, that's the, that is a big time decision here no, skinner's been great and uh, he's, he's tailed off a little bit it's just what are you gonna you're gonna go add markstrom at that no, cost you're, you're gonna not. go add I, I, soros soros not george soros uh i don't know soros. i don't know what they do that's they're not that's gonna do a hard anything one. they're not gonna do anything there's no chance they trade for a goalie they need they need a 1b calvin pickard's not no, doing it for no. you what about Campbell? So after, like, no. going to... Mm, no, that no. That didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> that 
They need that pitch to they not need, land. In all honesty, they need a, a Jonathan Quick. You they need what? like someone that has a little bit of pedigree. Yeah, confidence like, I, in the listen, We hated Martin Jones's goals last night, but that guy somewhere in the league to yeah. come to Edmonton. Don't you think he'd be available? Like the Leafs are probably going to waive him when. Well, Joe Wool uh, comes back. Wouldn't Edmonton say, "Well, we'll take him for sure"? As yeah, but he needs to play. He needs to like let in tougher goals than last night. I wonder night. if the Leafs could trade him. You know, say like if there's a couple of teams looking for a one B and say, "Hey, we'll take a seventh for him." The other factor is is I'm telling you, Matt Murray is going to be available in the playoffs. What in 2026? Uh, this season, he's available. Playoffs, Matt Murray. Matt Murray will be healthy and good to go. The guy who plays in Dallas. That guy? Different memory. The one that won the Stanley Cup. Oh, wow. Yeah, in Pittsburgh. I just, Kip, you could yeah. not do that. You couldn't take that risk. He hasn't played hockey. No, no. He'd be he'd, uh, Joseph Walls, Samsonov, and then Matt Murray would be your third goalie. You know what? The Leafs this season. Yes. Hello, McFly. Well, buddy, I don't, I'm trying to make sense of Matt Murray playing for a playoff team this year. He hasn't done hockey. No, no. I'm saying that, he, yeah. the, that he'd be you the third goalie. Get rid of Jones, get rid of Jones and then Matt Murray's yeah. your third. Yeah. I'm okay. not suggesting that Edmonton's going to get Matt Murray. Right. I although see. Okay, 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 okay. it would be a huge gamble, but if it's free, yeah. I, I would try it. The guy feels great. Okay. He's got new hips. New he, hips. He's young. New hips. He's young. He wants to play. <laughs> he's young with new hips. Who could say no? <laughs> yes. Uh, that's fascinating. I'm interested in that. I'd like to see how he yeah. does in the American League for a bit. What if the Edmonton Oilers took a look at Marc-Andre Fleury? I could see that. I like that. Yeah. That's, like that. the, that's the guy I'm talking about. There's that is, backup for them. That's the backup. Now you need Fleury to okay that, apparently, but. I don't know. He's starting to show up on every team now. He so is, yeah. Just <laughs> go through the rotation. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not sure if he actually wrote about this, so I'm just taking it from a texter's word of mouth. Elliot Friedman wrote that the Bruins would be willing to move Linus Allmark. Is he your 1B uh, you keep talking about? 1B? Yeah. Or who's A? Yeah, well, I guess it's just in general about the... He won the Vezina Trophy yeah, last year. It doesn't who's matter. He they, they, can't, they can't just keep... Uh, him and Swayman just can't keep going. And, no, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. like, if you trade him to any team, he's the starter. Yeah. You won the literal Vesna last year. Yeah, week. I know. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But that's that's a big, bold move for Edmonton. I would look at it for sure. I, but I don't know what the cost would be. Yeah. I don't know. Like, is a second-round pick, a first-round pick? I think he makes five mil, right? Yeah. I'm not even sure they can fit it in. Yeah, five mil this year and next. That's reasonable. Trey Reasonabla. That's Jack Campbell money. Wow, that's just, that's a bad Jack Campbell mistake right now if he doesn't come back. Yeah, that will always be a really tough, but he's been good in the American League. I haven't checked in on the old Bakersfield yeah, Condors I, I recently. Feel but like they just can't justify there's just, there's the absolute, increase in salary of calling no, them up. No. You know? All right, boys, that's it for uh, Text Line Friday. Thank you to everyone who texted in. Thank you for the Marner and Crosby question. Yeah. Really, really. <laughs> Got us thinking. That's the most we've probably done. For tax? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because you always, you see a squirrel and then you 
Yeah, because then we're off topic. This again. sort of stuff is always, uh, you know, less interesting. But Cody Hodgson scored his first pro goal in eight years in Milwaukee's win. Cool. That's you really know, I was cool. skating with Cody when, like October, November. You didn't call every, tree living every Thursday morning at North Toronto. I was his left winger. Why don't you ever tell us anything? I was his left winger. Well, then why aren't you playing for the Milwaukee Admirals, <laughs> yeah. bud? So I got him how'd ready. He how'd he look? Uh, he, 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 he spent the last, I think, uh, six weeks getting in tremendous shape. Yeah. And so he wasn't yeah. there yet. So he, he was, listen, you could see he's like a really good hockey player. Yeah. Fascinating. Really I mean, player. I hope he gets a, another shot in the NHL and uh, scores himself another National right? Hockey League goal. That would we'll, be really We'll get him cool. on the show. That'd be great. We'll get him. We'll get him to yeah, just text your left winger, and away you go. I'm going to remind him every day now. Yeah, I got Don't you back you in a pro hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story, though. That doesn't happen. How long was he out? When was the last time he Eight played? Eight years. That's crazy. And he came out as like a top guy. He was yeah. the killer at the World Juniors and came up and crazy. You should try that. Uh, well, start our, broadcasting our for eight years <laughs> and then come back on the show and our we'll see how you team, do. The Winnipeg Jets plays tonight against the Chicago Blackhawks, Oilers, and the Wild play, and then two other teams, Buffalo Columbus. If I stop broadcasting for eight years, you'll all be, I'll be, <laughs> be an assistant golf pro. I'll be delivering your pizza or serving you your beer at the beer store, bud. Our thanks to uh, Joshua Cloak from The Athletic in our first hour, and as always, driving it right into a ditch, Doug McLean. Thank you, thank you. All right. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. And if you get a chance, give us a rating and review. Love to hear from you. Our thanks to all our YouTube followers as well. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we're back Monday on The Real Kipper and Born Show.